in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of Topic Wonder. Here from the Top 10 Show, I'm John Roca. And I am Matt Nost, and uh, we are here for another week of Topic Thunder, which is a show that's created entirely by the patrons. They send in whatever topics and questions they want us to ask, yep. and we answer them. <laughs> that's right. We never know where it's going to be or where it's going to go or what it's going to be, or what they're going to ask. We never look at these questions ahead of time, so you get our authentic, raw reactions. And, of course, if you want to be a part of the patrons who send those questions in, go to patreon.com slash the top 10, the number 10 there, and uh, sign up at the $5 and above level, and you get to send in whatever questions, comments, or thoughts you want to uh, send to us to get our points of views on it. Uh, all right, Matt, I think you start this week, so let's get going. Our first one comes from Fredtastic. Hey, yo. says, hey, Matt and John, happy to send you this question. What is your greatest slash favorite sports moment you witnessed? Oh, I think there's a double. Didn't we see this? Oh, one? yes, we did. We did. Yes, yes. All right. Maybe they got so, sent twice or something. Thank you, Fred. Thank you, Fred. Um, all right. Tyler Spots says, hey, John and Matt, I hope the two of you are doing well. I have two questions to ask. So that's frowned upon. So if that's frowned upon, please feel free to choose the one you prefer. Question mm. one. I know you guys answer these questions in the moment, and this might be a difficult question because of that, but I'm curious to see what uh, answers you come up with. Has there ever been a time in Oscars history where you felt anger at a particular film not receiving a single nomination? Mm. The one that comes to mind uh to me, or for me rather, is Uncut Gems. I know a lot of people don't like it because it's too stressful, and I actually don't know anyone personally who has seen the movie and enjoyed it. Wow. <laughs> However, I absolutely loved it, and I've seen it several times since it was in theater. Sandler and the Safdie brothers were absolutely robbed of Oscar nominations, and the fact that the film didn't even get a sound nomination is baffling to me. I can't wait to hear what films you guys come up with. Um, why don't we start there? Okay. Um, well, you know, I don't feel anger anymore towards the Oscars. I think that was something from my youth. You know, when you're younger, you get mad that certain yes. films will not be recognized. And it's tied into this idea of you feel like, uh, you know, an administration or a bosses or a company is purposefully freezing out certain people or certain types of movies. Uh, because of, uh, you know, political decisions or, and I don't mean politics in terms of party. I mean, politics in terms of Hollywood politics, you know, certain studios get sure. favoritism and whatever. So I remember being upset that the color purple didn't get as much love from the Oscars as it should have. I remember being upset that Spielberg seemed to be like getting ignored for uh, getting an Oscar until finally he did Schindler's List. I mean, he did so many incredible films that uh, decorate our uh, our childhood, but multiple generations' childhood, because people go back and rediscover his movies as kids. Um, and yet he was never he never won that uh, Best Director Oscar until he did something super serious like Schindler's List. And uh, I thought that was always 
uh, a bit of a crime. Uh, but anger, no. But I mean, disgust is certainly a feeling I have when I saw Green Book win Best Picture recently. I, I was disgusted by that cop out. But yeah, that, that's the extent. I'll get disgusted by it, but I'll, I won't get angry about it anymore. What about you? Uh, yeah, I don't get angry. Yeah. Um, I put nothing into it. You know what right. I mean? Right. So it's not really your thing to get angry about this kind of stuff. Well, it's I didn't make it. I didn't write it. I didn't help produce it. I didn't do the sound. I didn't do any. So my investment is the time that I put into it type of thing, uh, which is the couple hours to watch it. So to get like that over the top seems mm-hmm. ridiculous to me at this age, I guess. I don't know that I ever did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are certain times where somebody wins an award and you're like, I don't know what movie you guys saw. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Yes. I do that all the time, being like uh, between actors or actresses or whatever the case is, and be like, well, clearly, how, how is this performance better than these two? Yeah. Right. I saw all those movies. It just doesn't make sense to me. And the preponderance of people, or the majority, however, which way that leaned, I wonder what the average percentage majority is. Uh, in you know terms what I mean? of what? In terms of what? Uh, uh, throw a dart. Uh, say best actress, right? So yeah. there's five people in that category. Yeah. How much of a percentage, like uh, what years is it just dramatically lopsided? Uh, uh, we'll it, never it, know. Lopsided towards, a, oh, a certain winner. Is that yes. what you mean? Like what's the, what's if the. If you um, tally the ballots. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. yourselves and be like, oh, this year was really close. It was 33%, 20%. Right. And then the others split the 50% left over. I think that's a great thing to bring up, Matt, because, you know, people negotiate contracts based on nominations like that affects how much money you can make as an actress or yeah. actor or director or producer or whatever anyway. in this town right so if you found out like oh i only missed winning the best actor by 20 votes or two percent of the vote then yeah. that should give you more negotiating power with studios if you're going to be uh, uh in their films so i think that should be released Absolutely. It'll never happen. It I know, which sucks. Happen. If you're going to make it a popularity contest, then you need to release the votes. Hell, we elect the president and we release the votes of what the vote count tally yeah, was. But, so you can't do that for the fucking Oscars. But as someone pointed out to me years ago, and it's yeah. always now stuck in my head, the Oscars is an, <clears throat> is an industry giving itself an award, which is right. the equivalent of the Used Car Salesman Association of the world giving yeah. a trophy to the best used car salesman. Right. And once I heard that, I was like, that is true because they're voting on themselves. It's all a big congratulatory yeah. pat on the back. Right. Uh, they'll never release it because w- the years where somebody just got trounced, like it's always been this way. So now whoever comes in fifth, that's just a slap in the, yeah, you got nominated, but you didn't get it. You know, you got two votes. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is going to happen, but your, your performance was worthy of being nominated. Right. Uh, type of thing. Uh, yeah, it'll never. I would love it, but it will never happen. Yeah, because I mean, we we um we reveal the vote tallies. I was just thinking. Oh, for MVPs in 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 sports leagues, they release the vote. They don't release who voted for who, but they'll release the vote tallies for like MVP or Rookie of the Year, or whatever. And you'll see where certain athletes uh, were, um, how many votes they got uh, by the fans or the sports writers. In those situations. So that's the same thing, isn't it? I mean, baseball rewarding well, itself for MVP rewarding itself for rookie of the year. It isn't going outside of its purview. So I still think my my gripe with not releasing the numbers is valid. Yeah, but media members vote on this, which is an outside party. Right. 
Well, media and members vote for the for the Globe, Golden Globes. They don't release those talents. Yeah, but who gives a shit about the Golden Globes? We're talking about I, the Oscars. I agree with you. I don't disagree. Yeah, with you. Golden Globes People is just do. an excuse for celebrities to get drunk. <clears throat> and for certain movies that aren't going to be nominated for Oscar, have no shot to get a little bit more shine, and hopefully it translates to the box office and more people go see whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, it could also be a double trashing like Cats, where they got pummeled at the Globes, and then they, right. I'm assuming I didn't I didn't watch either. I just saw clips, but I saw them getting pummeled in the clips at the Globes. So I assume Oscars may have taken a shot as well. I'm sure there were a couple of shots taken. That, at the end had the end. to be, yeah. Uh, that was tough yeah. to watch the Oscars this year. Was I didn't watch, watch it at all. Oof, it was rough, man. I look uh, online. I have the past few years for just to see who wins the categories. I'm intrigued by that. I'm still interested in that. But the yeah. three and a half hours, let's get to the fucking point. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's uh, a fair point. And, and talking to two gentlemen, they go to see movies all the time, go to new releases, uh, hyped events, huge lines, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> you need to be the godfather. And guess what? Every time you're fucking Fredo and that's what hurts every yeah. year, yeah. every year. Fucking so stab true. us in the back again. I thought it was going to be different. <laughs> nope. <laughs> fucking Fredo. That's a great point. Yeah. Baba. Yeah. No, um, nope. <laughs> all right. Should we move on to a second question? Sure. Right. sure. Okay. His, his second question is. I feel like a lot of NFL teams that have yet to win a Super Bowl are currently on the come up. Teams like the Bills, Titans, Browns, Chargers, etc. have improved a lot over the past few years. And it's got me thinking about which team without a championship would be the first to get one. Ooh. Personally, I'm hoping it's the Bills since I am a lifelong fan and I'm really enjoying watching them not play like shit for the first time in my life. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? Who will be the first team to win a Super Bowl based on current trajectory? I appreciate you guys taking my questions and have a great day. Tyler Spots. Oh, man, this is a tough one because, Matt, there's so many things you can't uh, plan for, like injuries mm-hmm. and um, just a team underperforming or a team tuning a coach out uh, and not being able to really put that in motion. The Bills certainly look possible, uh, although Josh Allen kind of showed you the limits of him in, in, in the playoffs last year. Uh, and I think if he can you know, improve on that, make some leaps and bounds, then certainly the Bills are in contention to, to win a Super Bowl for sure, more so than any of the teams. Well, not more so than the Titans, because I think adding Julio Jones gives them – with Derrick Henry and these other receivers and their defense gives them a good situation to get to that Super Bowl. I'll be intrigued, but to me on this list, the Chargers and the Titans, especially the Chargers, they've been good by and large for 15 years. Yeah. They have. LaDainian Tomlinson and Phillip Rivers, and then the Phillip Rivers era lasted a long time, and they were always a tough out. Even if they went just like 500, they were still a solid team. And every year coming in to training camp, you're like, I like a lot of their young guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do it every year with the Chargers. Um, well, and they haven't they, won a championship, so right. And they went to a Super Bowl, Matt, even before Rivers yeah. got there with Stan yeah, Humphrey. Oh yeah, right. you're talking about way back when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they've always been kind of never always a bridesmaid, but they, yeah. at least they were in the wedding party. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The, the Browns. Yeah, I agree with you. I still question, and I don't know. I'm still not 100% sold. You no. allowed 
the the moment was there to embrace it, and you allowed Chad Henney to run 13 yards to get that first down when you could have taken control of this game in that fourth quarter with Mahomes and that injury. Those are the moments that great teams or teams that believe in themselves enough to get to a Super Bowl grab by the throat and yeah. succeed with, you know. And I, I don't know if Mayfield has that extra Ooh, we need to see it. We need yeah, to see. We it. need to see it. We don't know yet. We need to see it. I'm not doubting it. I'm just saying I don't know. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it'll be interesting if I'd have to go and look at the stats, but uh, you can determine who gets like a lot of the 50-50 balls mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot. And yeah. good teams through luck, good luck, get more of those over the course of a season. It just inevitably yeah. happens. Or you skip what you brought up earlier, the injury bug. Yeah. There is a, a tremendous amount of luck, especially in a contact sport like football. Um, yeah, that's why I used to love reading Bill Barnwell because he would break it down with statistics and he would mm-hmm. look at like what you just ma- brought up as an excellent point, the 50-50 balls. He'd talk about how one team was is like 7-2 in uh, uh, in games where they, they, they won by less than a touchdown, where that can swing – and that that never keeps up every year. It always yeah. swings back to the median. So that one team has success. But once you're going against the median of what you normally would do based on the talent you have in your team, that's not a sustainable way to operate a team because eventually yeah. you will regress back to the median and then you'll be back to thinking, well, what the hell were we thinking about this team? And that's what I worry about the Browns. Like if the Browns go 8-8 eight and eight next year. It's a um, failure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It really is. And it's certainly a potential because the Steelers are retooling. The Ravens look powerful as hell. The Bengals with Joe Burrow, who knows yeah, but, how much they're going to leap forward the, right. the Bengals. But but with the Steelers, yeah, Big Ben is another year older, which you know who that's not good for? Big Ben. Well, sure, fair, but they were 11 and 0 last year before they started, before the did wheels you buy came that? off. Did you buy of that 11 and 0? Of course not, but they were like, still exactly. 11 and 0. It was the most facetious. It was in essence like the college football team that has a massive record and be like, yeah, because that's you played each east, like northeast Appalachian State, a a college I've never heard of. And that's one of eight, you know, that you've trounced on of schools I've never heard of. That 11 and 0 was nonsense. Yeah. No, I know. I don't disagree with you. Like the Bears, when they started, what, 6-0 and that year, yeah. you're like, this isn't real. It's not It's not who we are. If yeah. you watch these games, we're getting 50-50 balls where we shouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like uh, the opening game is against Detroit when Swift couldn't oh. catch that touchdown. That's like, you guys had that game. Yeah, that was the and game. For, for those who don't know, 50-50 balls, it, obviously what it is, but if you never heard the breakdown, any kind of potential turnover or whatnot that can go either way. It's yeah. just like it tipped from an off uh, offense to defense or defense to offense. It's a fumble. Two guys are jumping for it at the same time. Yeah. And good teams just. And others you buy into it like the Patriots for years. Led on those 50 50 balls. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Part of the reason they were so good. Is there anyone else that he's not mentioning that could possibly be in this? I mean, the Ravens, he hasn't mentioned the Ravens and the Ravens haven't yeah, been able to won. get to an AFC championship. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. They've yet to win a Super Bowl. Okay. That have I mean, yet to, yeah. It's been a while. It's been 20 years, but yeah. But golf, golf on Detroit is curious to me. I, I if he turns that team around with the new coaching, the new coach rather, and the new GM, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Crazier things have happened. <laughs> yes. I, agree. Especially I will I will grant you that. 
<laughs> but if he couldn't do it with the talent base that he had here in Los Angeles and uh, a coach that was willing to let him air it out and make mistakes early on, he can't fucking do it. Yeah, that's a good point. A good he had point. great wide receivers, a great running back. Defense was solid. Couldn't win. Well, could win, but couldn't win when the lights got brightest. Right, right. What about Minnesota? Minnesota's never won a Super Bowl. Are we done with the Kirk Cousins experience? Uh, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I don't mind Minnesota. They're interesting. Hmm. I think Jacksonville's going to be a few years away with that. Uh, we'll see. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence down there. Miami don't sound too good, although they've won, obviously, Super Bowl. But it's been yeah. a minute. Atlanta? Uh, Any chance Matt Ryan has a rebirth for one year and get, kind of avenges that loss against the Patriots and wins the title? I mean, the simple measure of you you being the, the one able to pose that question puts you in a nicer <laughs> light than me that has to now answer it because <laughs> – I've got fans that are, you know, buddies that are diehard Atlanta fans. Oh, really? Okay. Them. Oh, yeah, I've got two. They're uh, diehard Atlanta fans. And every time you see them, you're like, dead man walking. Dead man walking. <laughs> I have more belief in my Bears because they're so up and down, but the defense yeah. is so consistently good. And the NFL, that yeah, still that's makes fair. a difference. Yeah. So I'm just like, there's always a chance where I was with Atlanta. I don't believe that in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad. I see them just like... After that Super Bowl, I will never believe in you guys. You get <laughs> on brand new team in there. Dude, I watched the Americas game on that uh, season. The Patriots won the NFL Network. It's a great documentary on all the Super Bowl winners. And, as, and I, it is painful to watch that sequence. It is just pain. That is, you feel so bad for him. Oh, you do. You do because like Matt Ryan seems like a cool dude. That team seemed like it was like a bunch of guys who really cared about each other, really wanted to win. Uh, and it wasn't like that Falcons team that lucked their way into victory over the Vikings and got into that Super got mauled yeah. by the Broncos. This team came ready. Matty Ice was ready to change the entire narrative about him as a starting quarterback. And there are certain quarterbacks that don't have to win. Jim Kelly never had to win a Super Bowl. Marino's sure. never had to win a Super Bowl. There are certain quarterbacks that don't have to win Super Bowls to uh, solidify themselves as one of the greats. Matty Ice needed to win a Super Bowl so people could talk about him in a different way. And it was there on the plate. And watching that team blow it is just horrific to watch, man. Horrific. We were, as a nation, rooting for them. Yes. Because we everybody were. hated the Patriots. Everybody. Well, I, I've never hated the Patriots. It's just it, because they're not my team, let's move on. I'd rather I want yeah, I am. change. But at the same time, you could look at it like, When's the next time a franchise is going to be able to do that? And you got to see it, and it was pretty impressive. Right, right. Uh, In a Super Bowl, right. And as an organization over such a long haul. Mm -hmm. So, like, that just added another feather in their cap, man. It's really impressive, that run. I hope you guys fall off a cliff. (laughs) I'm just sick of the Patriots. It's been the Patriots for so long. I'm just tired of it. I got an ugly, ugly feeling that Aaron Rodgers is going to sit out this whole year so that he can go play for the We'll fucking see, man. I mean, otherwise, he wants to be out here. Yeah, he does. You're right. He for uh, Jeopardy and his lady and whatever team he can get on this side of the country. Yeah, it's true. 49ers could be a possibility down the road, but ah, uh, they just didn't. They just they drafted a kid. Oh, unless they, they got Garoppolo with one That's year right. left. Yeah, they're set. It would have been the Rams, but Rams yeah. are they made their bed. If if Stafford can stay healthy, who knows? Yeah. You know, but. You know, what do they have in the coffers 
to yeah. offer up for, and you can't really do it because you just sunk so much, co- you know, so much yeah. into Stafford. That's why I think he's, I think he's, people asking me like, is he going to come back and play with Green Bay? I think he's not going to come back to the NFL at all. If, 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 if he can't make that, if he can, if they can't swing that trade, he is not coming back to the NFL at all this year. He's going to sit out until his rights go out or the contract goes out or negotiate some kind of buyout. And then the next year he's going to come back and play for another team mm-hmm. and try to win a Super Bowl. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I, I don't Quite see possible. the him. I don't see the him and Shailene thing. Woodley. I don't see that lasting. I just don't. They're moving way too fast. Who They're knows? Moving way too fast. Uh, yeah, I, I can't speculate about other yeah. people's because sometimes when you know, you know. Yeah, right. That's true. I certainly knew with Lily within a couple of weeks. That's for sure. Yeah, that's fair. That's actually fair to turn that around on me, Matt. Uh, well, it's except, not. I'm not trying to turn it around. I just no, it's fair. It's fair. It's old. Story. Every once and again, you'll see, you'll hear about some older couple, and guy was yeah. like, you. When he says, the first time I saw her, I knew I was going to marry her. Right. Right. And that's, it's beautiful. And at the same time, it's like, wow, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. You've never sure. spoken to her. You don't know what she's like personality wise, just based on across. But if it's kismet and it's meant to be, then perhaps that's what the, you know, just boom, I knew. Yep. Exactly. Who knows? But yeah, it does seem a little quick. I love the reports from Jeopardy people, quote unquote, that they loved him. <laughs> On Jeopardy, they thought he was great. Really, I don't remember Jeopardy ever doing that. Yeah, ever for any of any anyone. I don't see Aaron Rodgers as the answer there, but yeah, that's just me. Uh, yeah, well, I think it was Aaron Rodgers floating out there to, <laughs> to put more pressure on the Green Bay Packers of like other people love me. Yeah, yeah, I don't need you. I don't need you. Don't need you. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, it's super. I, I love it. I love it. Of course. Of course, as a Bears fan, how can you not love it? And yeah, hopefully, yeah, that's the thing. I have no real animosity towards Detroit and Minnesota. Um, so if they manage to climb up, I'd be happy for them, actually, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the Packers, I'd like to see suffer. So if, if Rodgers can leave, that'll make me. So I don't watch baseball anymore, but if if St. Louis falls apart, I'm happy every time. <laughs> If I hear about it, I don't watch baseball anymore. But if I find out the Cardinals, like, oh, we know the right way to play baseball. We're the best fans. And then they just do something stupid and be like, hey, right back at you. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> What's I hate that? Bush Stadium. They're on a 25-game losing streak? Absolutely. Perfect. Good for you. <laughs> I guess that right way to play baseball will dig you right out. Good luck, guys. <laughs> Fucking Cardinals. The worst. Oh, there's the anger. There's the anger. Uh, <laughs> it ain't for the Oscars, will stay with but me. I is, don't watch baseball anymore, but I still hate Cardinal fans. I'm with you, man. I'm, with, I'm trying to decide if I should become a, a Padre. I mean, a, yeah, a Padres fan living down here because it's a nice stadium. And they're oh, nice it's a people, great man. stadium. It's right? a great stadium. We're I going to our... have uh, season tickets. Oh, right. When they Diego. first opened. Yeah. Right on. They were good. They weren't great. So they weren't crazy expensive. But right. uh, his, I think it was his grandma was like, I'll split it with you. And so he got better seats. And we were behind wow. first base, like 25, 30 rows up. That's awesome. That's it was, yeah, awesome. it wasn't bad. Because uh, it's not, not a big stadium. I think it's like 35, 40,000 people. It's not a big stadium. Is but it, it? I think that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Petco Park? Well, it's because the outfield is so strange. Right. Yes. They've got that park out beyond. And then the buildings up over, across left field going into the foul pole area coming in. Yeah. Um, so it does limit some of the seating. So, yeah, you totally could be right. I never really thought about it, I guess. But, yeah, I it's a great stadium. 
Yeah, 42,445 people. That's nice all they ball. can fit in Petco Park. So just looking it up right here. And so we're, we're getting, we got our tickets to go see a Padre. I, so I pushed uh, uh, her sister, Lindley's sister, uh, mm. to, because she's, she likes to go see games. Lindley's not a big deal. So I was like, let's go. Her, his, yeah. her, her, her boy, her boyfriend and all of us, just the four of us going and hanging out and have a good time. Cause baseball is great. Yeah. You go to watch the game, but it's great to have conversation and talk yeah. about stuff. That's really what you That's go to what a baseball game is. for. Yeah, exactly. And so do I want to pay 15 bucks to go sit here and talk and eat a hot dog? Yeah, exactly. And pay another 10 bucks for the hot dog, but it's worth it to have that experience yeah. every once in a while. So yeah, absolutely. It's the only reason we, I, we go to like one game a year. Mm-hmm. Catherine, and I used to go to like two to three and you just end up, it's a way to catch up with buddies and shit that you haven't seen in a minute. Yeah. And just sit around talking, and enjoy a game, uh, yeah. which is why it doesn't translate on TV for me. Cause that's how I'd have to watch most of baseball. Yeah. Baseball so long, dude. It's like three hours. It takes, it takes forever. You can watch two movies by the time baseball game is over. All right. So let's, let's do one more question, Matt. So we're not, we're not the whole, the whole show just is. But uh, thank you, Tyler Spots. Nope, uh, oh, are you there? I clicked Hello? on the next one, so it's the next oh. one up above Tyler. Uh, which is Chris Lemke, right? Yep. All right, what's up, guys? He says, thank you for all the recommendations for LA. I'm working on my list, and those helped a bunch. Here's my question. Is there a movie that so utterly wasted their potential or concept that it just drives you nuts? I was just talking to someone about the movie yesterday, and it still drives me nuts that they couldn't actualize that awesome concept and instead fell down a weird rabbit hole. The invention of lying also falls into that same hole. Take it away, boys. Lemke. Uh, Matt? Um, I didn't hate yesterday. Yeah, I know. I don't know what Lemke's talking about. I love that I, movie. I own that movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it had the emotional punch at the end mm. that it felt like potentially it was gearing up towards. Um, but anyway, uh, God, let's see. It pisses me off. Well, The Matrix is a series. Oh, man, yeah. For the concept, the overall construct to end up like that um, was unsatisfying, to say yeah. the very least. I was on Snyder's show this morning, and apparently there was a screening of the film yesterday. A four? A four. So I'm not, I'm not going to give anything away except to say one thing, that a lot of people, or some people came out of that screening a little bit weirded out about how meta the film actually is. And so I don't know what that means. I don't know how that's going to come about, but the fact that I hear any of the critics being worried about it or nervous about it makes me go back to reloaded revolutions mindset and makes me think, uh, makes me hope that it's not a good movie, but it makes me worried that it is not a good movie. And so, which would suck because you I'm mean a fourth one in the series? Fuck. You hope that it's going to be a good movie, but you're I hope it's that, right. Yeah, but yeah, I fear yeah. that it isn't. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah I believe yeah. you said that. I hope that it's not going to be a good movie. Oh, oh, my bad. By accident, bad. that's why I was trying to Thanks, help bud. clean it up. Absolutely. Uh, I want it to be yeah, good. I want. That's it always been my assumption as to how this is going to play out for me. Gotcha. I want it to be great. I'm right. pretty sure it's not going to be. That's what sucks, but I'm st- I'm Fair still going to see it. I'm still going to see it because I want to make that opinion, that choice yeah. for myself. Yeah, yeah. I've invested quite a bit into the series. I still like the concept. I mean, uh, like Alien went off the rails there, but I still believe yeah. it could come back. Yeah, Alien is one of those that the foundation is so strong 
And there's enough potential, even in the crappier uh, sequels, that you go, there's still something here. Yes. Right? Whereas Predator, I think, should be dead and buried once and for all. Ah, uh, there's still something. Like Predators <sighs> with uh, with uh, uh, Brody. Yeah, I guess it's that good. wasn't bad. Yeah, I guess that wasn't bad. But this Shane Black one, oh my God, that shit. No, it's bad. terrible. It is utterly terrible. Really Don't is. even waste your fucking time. Predators is interesting. I yes. mean, basically, it's the fever dream on some level of Rodriguez and Tarantino and... Mm. Because Predator squares off against every type of criminal under the sun. It's a fun yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh, Happy Time Murders. I feel like there's a good movie in there somewhere. Oh, my God. Right? At the first 20, 30, I was like, oh, this is going to be really funny. And then I don't know what happened at the last yeah. hour of that movie. I didn't yeah. hate it. Yeah. Because I walked away going, there is something there. And knowing that because this is not going to do well at the box office, they're not going to make a sequel to it. Yeah. But there's a fun, really interesting, inventive movie to be made through that medium. There really is. When we were first getting together, um, Lily and I would go, I would, she'd be my plus one to screen it because I'd be like, uh-huh. come into my world. Let me introduce you to what I do. And Happy Time Murders was the, was the last straw. That was the one where she's like, you know what? I don't blame I love, her. I, I love that you do this, but I can't keep going to these movies because you're trained to be okay sitting in an hour and a half and watching a bad movie, I would have walked out 10 minutes in. I don't, she's very judgmental about movies. And yeah. so, so she's like, I'm not going to any more screenings. So and she hasn't been to one since, which I thought was really funny. As is her I, choice. You yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. Some people are just not their jam. And like, I get it. This one, you, um, it's so high concept that you need to have sat through thousands of hours of movies. To, like for yeah. me to go, you don't understand how unique a premise this yeah. is. Yeah. And I think we, I, oh, Matt, I think a few more rewrites and it could have been really Who knows? Yeah. Or strip it down and just start over. Mm. Um and I liked Melissa McCarthy in it. Yeah. She yeah. played it really well. She um did. I don't know. There's she something did. there, but I would uh, I would throw a Beatles one, another Beatles one, not yesterday, but I would throw Across the Universe in there. Um, really, I throw every film that Julie Tamar has directed. She's apparently, I've never seen her work on Broadway, but apparently she's an incredible Broadway director. But when it comes to her films, there's always that little extra something missing from the films that she directs. And I'm including Frida in that. I felt Frida was missing something as well. But her, Virtus of Titus and, her version of Titus and Darling's Titus is, it's a good film if there's so much potential here but it's never fully connects you know it's too presentational at times and across the universe although i love the separate videos of these songs when mm-hmm. you try to connect the storylines it feels very forced and not I, I don't know it doesn't feel organic at all so it, i thought it was a brilliant idea for her to do that for for beatles and and kind of tie into these characters going through that time when the beatles music was huge but it just schmaltz schmaltzes out one too many times and uh it pissed me off the potential of that movie and i still watch it every once in a while but i kind of hate watching it a little bit sometimes too yeah i do that with some movies yeah yeah um I've never, I've never seen that one all the way through. <laughs> and I think part of the Titus is it's a Shakespearean that not a lot of people have as much 
you know, connection to. Yeah. So it was always a little bit of a kind of Sisyphean task. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they were going to get that boulder to the top of the mountain, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at least they tried. Yeah. I didn't true. realize that was her. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of her, like, uh, I think Cross the Universe was like her last one that she did. And I think people were just like, well, these really Titus came money. out before Across the Universe. Oh, yeah. Huh. I just was like, because I was playing, I was, I played Titus at school and the film came out around that time. Yeah. 1999 is when Titus came out. Um, yeah. Frida Cross. Oh, she did the, oh, she did the Tempest in 2010, which is the one with, uh, oh, yeah, with Helen Mirren and with, uh, Jaman Hansu. And then she did a Midsummer Night's Dream, which I don't even know. Oh, that's an on stage one. And then, uh, okay. And then she did something called The Glorias last year, uh, which is yeah. the one with uh, Julia Moore playing Gloria Steinem. So there you go. I didn't. Well, I didn't even know about that one, to be honest with you. So, uh, I remember seeing that. The problem is, it came out uh, after. Oh shit! The Kate Blanchett one. Uh, the TV show. Oh uh, yeah, Ms. America. Ms. America. Right. Ms. Right. America. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. If you've never seen that, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Do you recommend but it? You got okay. Gloria Steinem. You've got the right and the the left, and how they were kind of going back and forth, hmm. uh, politically and personally. It was interesting. It was good. Okay. Maybe I'll watch that one then. Been looking for something new to jump into. Would we finished all Bosch? We finished all six seasons of Bosch. So <laughs> we need to jump into something new. Um. Cool. Anything more to add to that question? No, I don't think so. I think we're good. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you all so much for listening or watching this episode of Topic Thunder. We appreciate it, Manly. Don't forget, the Top 10 show is a podcast stream as well. So please go and subscribe to our podcast feed. If you're only discovering us on YouTube, go to the podcast feed and subscribe as well. Right, Matt? Yes, sir. And you can follow us anywhere at Top 10 Show or... uh... On Instagram and pod, uh, YouTube, it is forward slash the top 10 podcast with the number 10. So hit us up over there. You can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. And you can follow me at The Roca Says. And we'll talk to you next time on another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Thunder.